magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. Democrats send out a very, very strange missive. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. And and, and I put it out on social, and producer Carl will be reaching out today. We've made Carl very busy over the last few days. Democratic leadership, I invite you on the show to explain it. We don't have to, we don't have to scream, no yelling, none of that. It's not how I work. Explain this. You put out your statement on the House Democratic agenda. And here's what, you, what you've written. House Democrats' economic freedom agenda includes policies that benefit Hoosier workers, such as raising the statewide minimum wage $15 an hour and making union dues tax deductible. To help Indiana families, Democrats also hope to create tax credits to provide real property tax relief for homeowners, increase deductions for renters, and finally pass fair housing protections. Now, I I, I have a series of, of questions here, because you said this is about economic freedom. Phil Giaquinta, who's the House Minority Leader, uh, stated, when I look around at communities across Indiana, you can find the story at WIBC.com. He says, when I look around at communities across Indiana, I don't see freedom. If we are honest with ourselves, we must admit most Hoosiers can't get ahead. In fact, the numbers tell us that most Hoosiers are fighting to stay afloat financially. They aren't able to save. I find it... Uh, it <sighs> Is the word improper? If you're going to have a conversation about economic freedom and not discuss inflation, I would call that disingenuous. But let's stop for a moment. How does raising the minimum wage bring about economic freedom? I'm asking as a matter of sheer economics, And allow me to give you just the the start of my thought process here. You're taking a look at the end user, the employee who gets $15 an hour. I'm taking a look at the employer who can't afford $15 an hour and therefore sheds three positions to be able to afford the $15 an hour for the people who are lucky enough to still have a job. I would like to know from you, Representative Giaquinta, or anybody within the Democratic leadership, how that promotes economic freedom. My phone lines are open, 317-239-9393. You can email me, Tony at TonyCats.com. You want to arrange a time to come in studio? I will actually drive downtown. Hold on a second. Carl, do I want to do that? Do I actually want to drive downtown for this? It's wonderful out here. I, I don't think you're telling the truth at all. See that? The silence is violence, people. 
I'll drive downtown to have the conversation in person. I'll even have the studio cleaned up because what Hammer and Nigel do to that place is just disgusting. Moonshine Monday is back? Holy hell. We're going to need a carpet cleaner real bad. Explain the mathematics about how that's economic freedom. You want to talk about property taxes, I'm all in. But what is this about supporting renters? Does that come at the expense of the landlord? You mention in the article at WIBC.com a conversation about corporate greed. Let's deal with the ballooning property tax bills looming over homeowners' heads and let's give them a homestead credit funded by state surplus dollars. Something we can discuss. You continue. Let's address housing utility costs by cracking down on corporate greed. Let's also increase the renter deduction. What do you mean by corporate greed? And as we see the massive amount of investment into the state of Indiana in 2023, does your conversation about corporate greed help or hurt that? Which philosophy actually creates a better, stronger state? Let us address it. So, Representative Giaquinta, I, I invite you on to the show. You tell me when. You don't want to do it on the show? You want to do it separately? I'll come to you. But explain this economic freedom when you want to raise the minimum wage and when you're talking about corporate greed. I would like specifics into how you see this making things better overall. I would like to understand what it is you're saying. Because I'm sorry, I don't I don't see where you're going. I see a lot of name calling. I see a lot of sloganeering. I don't see a lot of data. We're here. We're ready to have the conversation. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I have got like a series of clips for you. I mean, just a, just a, uh, I, would, would, would the term crap ton be, be acceptable? Is, is that allowed? I know a lot of kids are going back to school today. Hey, kids, uh, don't, don't, use, don't use that word. Don't, don't use that word. I, I only cleaned it up for radio. Use the real word and tell your mom it's okay. I, I, am, I really am an inspiration to the children, aren't I? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Fernando Mundi, yeah, I don't know him either. A political analyst over at MSNBC. Sure. Okay. Whatever, whatever you say. Wants you to know that um, the threat to democracy, that, that's what's on the ballot this year.
President, one of the questions I had watching President Biden's speech, which was clear, it was impassioned, it set the stakes, is where his campaign then goes from here, how they continue to beat that drum while simultaneously articulating the accomplishments of this administration. You know, Alicia, I don't think that's a difficult um, shoe to fit because to keep the accomplishments economically from all of the progress from a civil rights perspective, it only functions in a democracy. That is why this framing, which I believe is a bulletproof framing, by the way, of making the election a referendum on democracy and the continuation of American democracy or moving to totalitarianism. I mean, just letting it out of the bag this is the plan nothing you haven't seen but it's always good to to note when that when they uh recognize it the idea that trump is the totalitarian while they move to keep him off the ballot in states preventing you from having the right to vote has a weird flex the issue is that nobody within these news outlets, so-called news outlets, engages in a punch-you-in-the-face mentality. You're the authoritarian. If you believe that secretaries of state can decide they've heard the evidence and keep a man off the ballot, keeping the people from making the decision for themselves, there's no other word for you. And then you got to get nasty. The whole idea that, well, if secretaries of state are going to pull Trump off the ballot, I, pull, pull Biden off the ballot, do it. Do it. Someone uh, sent me a, a text. Uh, don't you remember Alinsky? It wasn't a text. It was a, a, on X. Remember Alinsky? I do not have to be told of the rules for radicals by Saul Alinsky. Make the enemy live up uh, to, to their own standards. You do this to us, we do this to you. This goes back to Mitch McConnell talking to to the late Harry Reid. What a despicable person he was. Nuclear option, you're going to get rid of the filibuster. You will live to regret this. Hello, Merrick Garland. Not a Supreme Court justice. And as you've seen as, as an attorney general, a vindictive attorney general who absolutely goes after the citizenry. All those parents at school board meetings, damn straight he went after you. They accuse you of being what they are. That's what happens. That's what they're doing. It's not, it is not something that we can deny. It is nothing more than fact. But that this is the way they want to phrase it. Remember that when they say we need to keep the country safe for democracy, Look at the way they move and maneuver. What, a, what is it that they actually provide? Well, it sure as bloody heck isn't democracy. And oh, by the way, we're not a democracy. We're a republic. Do we not know these things? Do we not note that there is a difference and that difference matters greatly? We just use it as a catch-all? I don't believe that to be true. Because this group of people have given the continued use of power. You've already seen the tyrannical actions. It gets worse from here. But this is oddly not the popcorn moment. That's this. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. There it is. The story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. 
The Golden Globes took place on uh, on Sunday. And as you heard, or may have heard, the host, uh, Joe Coy, didn't have himself a good night. And he told a, a, a Taylor Swift joke, and it, the camera pans to Taylor Swift, and, uh, oh, she's glaring at him. Girl, get a sense of humor. What are you so angry about? You can't make fun of Taylor Swift. Of course you can. You can make fun of everybody. Next. I'm not angry with Taylor Swift, but can we can we stop the idea that somehow if you tell a joke about her that it's sexist or it's bigoted or how dare you or poor Tay Tay? She's fine. She's fine. Stop being crazy. That's all. Uh, it, it I, I don't know if she was trying to be funny with the glare or she was really angry. I can't answer that question for you. I can st- say that based on responses, it's clear that Taylor Swift fans have no sense of humor whatsoever. It's also clear that being a host of one of these award shows, it doesn't doesn't bring you any good. He, I, I don't think he had much notice or he when he took the gig. And you take the gig and you give it a shot. You're trying to elevate yourself. He's a pretty well-known comic. You, you, you try and elevate yourself. You're like, I never heard of him. It doesn't change the fact that he's, you know, on, on Netflix and, and, and he's out there and he's got specials and all the jazz. You take a shot. Sometimes it doesn't work. But the Taylor Swift thing was kind of interesting because I, I, I don't think she has a sense of humor. I think she has a sense of, of, you know, since the world has just provided her all of these things, I'm not saying she hasn't worked. That's not my argument. Well, everything she must she thinks must be right. Every reaction she has must be accurate. Uh, no, she's not the story. The story is Jim Gaffigan. And it's this line from the comic Jim Gaffigan at the Golden Globes that I think is just, this actually got said. I can't even believe I'm in the entertainment industry. <laughs> I can't, I, you know, it's so unlikely. I'm from a small town in Indiana. I'm not a pedophile. You know, I just, I don't know if that's a new category here, but. Oh my. That is as much of a direct frontal assault on Hollywood, and it keeps coming up. I mean, I don't know if you've heard the entirety of the interview with Cat Williams on on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast, Club Shay Shay. I have not heard the whole thing yet. This constant conversation about the weirdness and the predilections of of Hollywood—it's nutty. And now it's becoming now it's out in the open. Where does all of this come from? It's all real. It's all just part of the myth. Lately, between Ricky Gervais and, 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 and this, and you can point to one or two others, the skewering of the skewed view of the world Hollywood has has been glorious. But it hasn't changed anything. It hasn't moved the needle in any uh, 
patterned way. Maybe I should just celebrate that some people are saying, you guys are, you guys are not all right. You really, you really aren't okay. Maybe I should just be thankful Gaffigan said anything on this subject. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Matt Bear, I want you to know I just bought my tickets for Las Vegas. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Is there a a cigar convention? That's where you're going, right? It is a cigar convention, and I am going. This is happening in real time. Oh, that'll be fun. I mean, what? You smoke cigars with your cigar connoisseurs, right? Right. Perfect. Right. My my cigar uh, brethren and sisterhood, because I don't discriminate. (laughs) This is is like the Freemasons, right? Uh, It's nothing like the Freemasons, and they would kick your butt just for saying so. Oh, okay. Illuminati? Dude, what what are you even doing? (laughs) What, 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 what's happening here? No, but I'm booked. And I just want to say for the record, after buying the tickets, I don't know how anybody affords anything. It's impossible. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how it's possible. I don't know how people do it. Are you coach or first class? What's wrong with you? <laughs> do you have your suit dry cleaned? Of course. Okay. All right. Just check it. Do I have my suit? For the plane ride. I know how you like to dress up for the plane rides. You know know what I love about that conversation? You said suit singular. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. You have to have a kitten. Going going from two suits, one to get there, one to come back, right? No, no, no. no. It'll be multiple suits for every day of the conference. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because I'm a grown-up. Grown-ups only need one suit, maybe two. (laughs) Weddings and funerals? Well, you got to dress appropriately. So, yeah, I would definitely have a suit for that. You, uh, you, we, we got to, we got, we got to take it to my tailor. I, yeah. I would go. I would love that. Got to get this done. That'd be fun. We got to get this done, Matt Bear. We need to, <laughs> we need, we need you stylish, kitten. Hey, I, I can do it. Just, I, I just don't have a suit, you know? Yeah. Oh, you don't have a suit? No. Well, no. Stop. I'm a traffic reporter. Matt Bear, you don't have a suit? No. No, I don't even own a tie. That that I can live with. Wait, I do have a tie. Never mind. It's Oh, so you're a liar. No, it's, uh, it's somewhere under the bed. Are you saying to me you own a tie but not a suit? Right, because sometimes you just want to wear the tie and that's it. First of all, <laughs> no judgment. Right. Secondly, tie, no suit. Why, why don't you have a suit? Why can't we get you a suit? You should get a suit. Because they're expensive, man. I mean, you have to buy the coat. You have to buy the cummerbund. You have to buy the shoes. It all has to come together. You know. Uh, first of all, I said a suit, not a tuxedo. You're not wearing a cummerbund with a suit. Well, maybe I want one with my suit. Then you want a tuxedo. Oh, come on. You don't need a tuxedo unless you need a tuxedo. I own a tuxedo. Why do you own a tuxedo? I have to take because out a lot I'm of credit. Because I'm a very, for very fancy person. Uh, that's say that's 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 like right? car- caramel living is what that is. Oh, don't you know it? 
Don't you know? I actually bought a dining room table that can open up so I'm as far away from the person on the other side as humanly possible. That's a great idea. Right? You ring a bell and the, and the kinder come and they bring the food. That's right. I use child labor. And, and, right. and it's, it's glorious. And sometimes I'm like, this is slop. And I just throw the, throw the fine china against the wall. <laughs> I say, clean it up, young child. Stop crying. Your mother's not coming back. That's what I do. That's what happens in Carmel. I don't care if your little hands get cut. Ah, little hands. You'll have to do twice the work then. That's what, that's what we say. Is that, isn't that exactly... Isn't that exactly how it's done? Raising in, kids in Carmel? Yeah. Um, uh, the Good Shepherd on Twitter, uh, X, says Matt doesn't need a suit. It'll hide the gains. Oh, no, no. We'll get, him, we'll get him a slim cut. We'll, we will make it as douchey as possible. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, we'll, we'll make sure that the pant leg comes up to just like just below the knee. <laughs> Like, right? Because, oh, Lord forbid you should actually be cut down to the to the top of your shoe like a normal person. No, you got to show the sock and a little bit of ankle because, you know, that's how you prove you're not a beta male. Hey, you got to show the stockings to prove you're not a beta male. What stocking? You really don't know anything about this, do you? Well, no, I mean, I, I was picturing stockings, you know, something that you would clip. Never mind. All right. It was, it was some SMM stuff. First of all, 37 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 7.40. Yeah, don't worry about the music, Carl. If we have ads, we'll do them later. Uh, secondly, we really should. you really should have a suit. Why should somebody have a suit unless you are required to wear one on a day-to-day basis? I, I don't I understand. Don't, I swear to you, I don't understand what's happening right now. Why? Why, why do I need Because there I are occasions any- by which you want to look good. What would I go to? It's like, okay, the, the most formal thing I've had in the last 12 months is my parents' 50th anniversary party, which was amazing. And everybody just wore pants and nice shirt. That, could, I, that is the most formal occasion I've been to. So why would I go buy a suit now? If it Am was my fired? 50th wedding anniversary and my children didn't show up in a suit, I would drop them from the will. So help me God. <laughs> well, you're not from rural Indiana. Gone. Gone. Oh, Matt, we have so much we have so much work to do with you. <laughs> I know. So much work to do with you. We'll, we'll get it done. I'll we'll, we'll we'll put this together. I got to go do the show now. Okay, gonna- super. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's a one-two type of hit here. It is how people react by being shocked to the thing that they have inculcated. They have built up. They have um, nurtured. Tony Katz. That's me, by the way. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, the, the president, his name's Joe Biden. You've seen pictures. He was at uh, AME Emanuel Church. 
making remarks about, as, as he would, white supremacy, because what else does the man have to talk about? There's not, it's not like he's going to talk about things that are substantive. He's not talking about uniting the country. He believes that he can further divide. Democrats believe they can further divide. This is the way it is. And you're surprised when Republicans are like, no, no, let's, let's do that. Some of them are just disgusted. They're not interested in, 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 in the engagement anymore. They're, they're totally interested in the destruction. They learn from the left. This is the way they're going. Do you not understand that you showed them the way? Well, no, there are many on the left who don't understand this. They don't understand that they've shown their own people the way. This is what happened with Joe Biden speaking at uh, Mother Emanuel AME Church uh, in South Carolina. This was also the place where nine people were murdered about eight years ago. Listen. Without the truth, there's no light. Without light, there's no path from this darkness. Screaming for a ceasefire in Palestine. So it lets you know exactly what they think of Israel. It just it just tells you where these people are at. Simone Sanders, who I used to have a show on MSNBC, maybe she still does. Uh, she was a spokesperson for Bernie Sanders. They're not related. She writes, Mother Emanuel AME is a hollowed ground in the AME church community and in Charleston especially. The shock of people in the crowd at protesters yelling out while President Biden was speaking from the pulpit cannot be overstated. I, too, couldn't believe it. How is that remotely possible? These are your people. This is what you built. This is what progressives created. Remember, they don't know anything about Israel. They don't know anything about Hamas. They don't even blame Hamas. They're Hamas supporters. They don't know anything about history. They don't know anything about logic. You built Marxists. Marxists view everything under oppressed and oppressor, just like Barack Obama taught them to when he talked about the 99% and the 1%, which is nothing more than the cribbing of Karl Marx talking about the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. How are you amazed by this? You did this. This goes to a second story. Hamas, of course, is funded by Iran. The Houthi rebels are funded by Iran. And you will have many people who will tell you how they support Hamas. They support the Houthi rebels. They support the destruction of Israel because none of this is about the Palestinian people. It's about dead Jews. We know this for fact. In Iran, Roya Heshmati, a woman you've never heard of, received 74 lashes because she refused to wear a hijab. The Iranian regime is now flogging women who do not follow the rule of covering their hair. This is what the pro-Hamas, so-called pro-Palestinian protesters are supporting. The Jewish Voice for Peace and the Middle Eastern students of IUPUI who gathered yesterday on the circle 
Oh, we're opposed to what's happening in Palestine. Oh, those Israelis. No mention of Hamas. This is what they support. They don't have to like that I say it. They only have to know that it's true. Do they actually know that they support this? Well, maybe. But they're so twisted, they think that this is somehow good. It doesn't matter because Israel is is the oppressor. You have any idea how deep this goes? And you have any idea of how much it amazes when the left doesn't realize that these are the people they built. These hateful, terrible people.